All right, on location, I am in Wabash today. Another episode of Let's Talk with Michelle Hardman, and I've got to meet a new friend. I got to meet Katie Jones this yes. morning, and I am excited. Always love to be on location, and I always love... I call them small towns. Yes. I don't know. How big is Wabash? Um, it's pretty small, but it is about 10,000 in population. Perfect mm-hmm. size. Perfect size. Yeah. Cool little downtown. I just rolled into town about 30 minutes ago, so I can't wait to explore. But oh, yeah, small town America. <laughs> thank you for sitting down with me yeah. this morning. And tell me a little bit about what your role is here at Visit Wabash County. This is a tourism Bureau. Mm-hmm. Yes. So tell us what your title is and what you do. Yes. So um, I'm Katie Jones, the creative lead at Visit Wabash County. Um, I'm also the director of the Adventure Series, which entitles our Dam to Dam Century Ride, Liking for Biking, which is the cycling kind of weekends during the summer, and then the Dam, St- Dam Man Triathlon that we it's have hard this to say. Year. Yes, <laughs> there's so many. Um, and then also I kind of do graphic design, assist our marketing manager, in anything she needs done. Um, so yeah. So you got the fun job. Oh, yeah. It's so fun. I love it. And you said this bike ride is huge. Oh, it's massive. Um, Last year, 2020, we did have to transfer to a freestyle event because of COVID and all the regulations. We still had about 240 riders that wanted T-shirts and things still for the year, so we sent those out. Um, But the year before, in 2019, we had 762 riders from all over the U.S., so it tra- attracts a lot of people, get a, make new friends and things like that, which is so fun. How far, how long is the ride? Um, we have different distances. So we have 15, 30, 50, 62, 80, 100, and 150. Wow. Yeah. So it's not just a century ride. You can, and it's very family friendly. It's not a race. It's very just kind of coming to meet friends and just ride and do what you love. So Cool. Yeah. Where all does the route go? Is it like downtown? Is mm-hmm. it out in the park? Where does it go? Yeah, it actually goes throughout many different scenic parts of the county. So you start downtown at the Wabash County YMCA, and then you ride through downtown, and then out to Lagro. Then you go to Lincolnville, past all the dams, the Stockdale Mill. Um, so you get to see the entire county and everything it has to offer, which is awesome. I mean, I bet the scenery is cool, too. Oh, yeah, and the pictures we get from it are even better. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I hope you have a great... I you have a huge turnout this year because everybody's oh. itching to get out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just opened registration about two weeks ago for the March Blitz we had. It was the cheapest, um, $35. It's going to be all year. Um, and it opens April 1 again for $40. But we already have 240 riders signed up. So that's exciting. And that means we're going to have a lot. So yes, That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine. How many volunteers does it take? It takes this? a little over 200 volunteers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, we have SAG stops throughout the ride, so there's seven of those, and those are all different teams, which are the volunteers. The day of registration, we have about 25 volunteers in the YMCA helping register everyone, make sure everyone's there. And it just takes a lot of teamwork, and the whole community kind of comes together, and I think that's what's so beautiful about it. Yeah, I so, like to see that. Yeah. Um, my boss was explaining it the other day is. I asked her what her favorite part about the Dance Dam Century Ride is, and she said, honestly, it's like an orchestra. Everyone has their little pieces of it that they have to play for everything to come together, because if we had a SAG stop group not show up, then that's really bad. We, right. ha- we, have, we rely on our volunteers. Um, and then it's just kind of the day of with the performance, and it's almost tear-jerking the day of, because really? you just see the whole community there, like the entire community and all these people coming and telling you how great the community is, and so it's pretty awesome. That is cool. Yeah. Small town life at its best. Oh, yeah, for sure.
And you said you lived here your whole life. Mm -hmm. Yep, I was born and raised here, and I don't have any desire to leave besides vacations. I absolutely love Wabash. I guess I'm biased because I work at the bureau. So, <laughs> yeah. but but I still love it so much. Even growing up, I was just some of my friends were like, I can't wait to move out. You know, in high school when they're like, I'm gonna leave town. Mm -hmm. But I was always just like, I love it here. I awesome. just I love small town. I love everyone here, knowing everyone, and I don't know. Is there anything that Wabash is known for? Yeah. Particular foods, any kind of anything special? Yes. So one kind of history aspect is that Wabash is kind of the downtown specifically. It's kind of in like a little dip, and it was built on complete limestone. Hmm. So Wabash is kind of known as White Rock, which okay. we just had a canoe place open up that named themselves White Rock too, which is kind of cool to bring the story back and mm -hmm. kind of the history. Mm -hmm. um, and we're really known for the Honeywell, uh, Honeywell Foundation. Okay. So Eagles Theater, which is right downtown, they just took a two and a half year renovation. And it is absolutely beautiful. If you ever get a chance to go in there, it is amazing. Mm -hmm. But they took, I think they, they told us that they broke four um, of the jackhammers putting the basement in because there was so much limestone down there. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, but we're known for Eagles Theater, Honeywell Center. We have major events there. Um, major known singers um, and actors come by and interviews and things like that. And then we do have the Honeywell Drive-In as well, um, which is a huge attraction, especially last year because yeah. they could have concerts outside still. Um, but then we also have so many hiking trails and we're really known for being kind of um, an active community because we have like the bike trails, the hiking trails, waterfalls, we have the Salamone River State Forest here, um, and so many campgrounds and places just, just be in a small town, but also just go five minutes and be in like nature, you know, mm -hmm. so it's pretty awesome. That was one of the things that I was hoping to do while I'm in town is go, I think, I don't remember now the name of it. I want to say Asherwood. Oh, Asherwood Nature Preserve. Yes, is it is cool? beautiful. Um, okay. Acres Land Trust, actually, that is one of their kind of parks, I guess. Um, and it is absolutely beautiful. They tap maple syrup out there, which we do have for sale here in the Welcome Center. They just brought it in, so they just recently tapped the maple syrup. But there is a waterfall out there. Um, there is trails, and it is just so beautiful. I think I read something, too. It was like a birding hotspot. Yes. Yep, absolutely. And I'm all into that. Yes, so I brought yes, my camera with yes, me. <laughs> yeah. I, I really feel like all of Acres' properties are really like that. So, And we just went, um, we were filming our last episode for our marketing manager, and we went to Kokowani Nature Preserve, which is also an Acres property. Okay. And it was absolutely beautiful. There was people going through there with cameras, too, because they knew that they were going to find something amazing out there. So, Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many city parks are there? Are there several of those too? Yes, so we have the Wabash City Park, which has been here forever. And then we recently just built an all-inclusive playground that is right outside of the YMCA, right across the road. It is huge and amazing. I think I believe it was all donation funded. Um, and it is absolutely amazing. And every time I drive by, it's just full of kids. They love it so much. <laughs> and then we have a lot of kind of small parks like Hannah Park and other little parks just out throughout the neighborhoods for kids to just kind of go out in um, but yeah what, what are some of the major industries here in town yes absolutely. everybody work <laughs> yes so we have ford meter box here which is i'm sure all over the u.s you see those little ford meter box um water meter plates in the ground okay. that's and they'll say wabash indiana on them so that's where all those come from cool. then we have a lot of other factories like b walter um 
and there's a factory down here, I believe, that does five-hour energy. Then there is Gebhardt Holdings. We also have InGuard Health, which is a major insurance company here, um, and, and he is one of our presenting sponsors for our adventure series kind of uh, organization part of that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Well, and did I read that there's like 20 little specialty shops scattered oh, around town? yes, for sure. And we even have a downtown walking map, but it's kind of like a big square with an alley right through the middle okay. because there are shops through there too. Oh. And if you walk the whole block, then you're going to hit all those boutiques. All We have a bakery downtown, which is amazing, Oh My Cakes, a coffee shop that everyone loves, um, a boutique hotel, even the Eagles Theater is downtown, and also the Honeywell Center is right over there too because you can still go walk in there as well. And around so so it's open even mm -hmm. if there's nothing going yes, on yes they have limited hours because um since covid they've kind of cut back on their hours mm -hmm. but they are open to the public because there's also a gallery in there as well that people can go in and look at cool mm -hmm. i need to do that then yes for sure it is beautiful what about like art galleries? Is there any of that? Mm -hmm. We do have actually Penny French Deal, which is a local artist. She's going to be putting an art gallery in really close to the Market Street Grill, which is down here. Um, that's kind of in the works, but it's coming. We also have Gallery 64, which is kind of open for appointment only. Okay. Um, and then also the gallery in the Boutique, boutique Hotel, okay. um, which is beautiful. And then the one in the Honeywell Center. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lots of options. Yes, and there is also one in North Manchester as well. Mm -hmm. How far is that? North Manchester from Wabash is about 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. So um, and it's still in our county. And it's uh, Wabash and North Manchester are kind of the major towns in our county. Okay. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about, I know you mentioned Honeywell Center. Let's go back to that. Yeah. Talk about, do you know offhand, I'm kind of putting you on the spot. Yeah. Who are some of the big name acts that are coming this year? Yes, absolutely. I actually reached out to my friend Morgan mm. over there at the Honeywell Center because I knew we would want to talk about those shows. <laughs> yep. um, so the drive-in is kind of their main venue right now just because last year the Honeywell Center did have to close down because they couldn't have any shows and it does cost a lot of money to put on a show versus when you can only fill it half full. Right. Um, so that's kind of the problem they've been running in with, but I know they're working on that, um, and they plan on opening soon. So the drive-in is in full swing, though. They're opening cool. that. They have movies every weekend, but they're also putting live performances in there. Cool. Um, so I know at the drive-in uh, soon, the Allman Betts Band is coming in April. Chris Jansen is coming in April. Casting Crowns, which is going to be a huge one, is coming in May. Here Come the Mummies. Travis Tritt is also coming. Um, which I know my mom's so excited about that <laughs> um, Firehouse and special guest Kip Winger is also coming. Um, but the Honeywell is going to be um, coming up with more offerings and things like that. They have been doing other stuff like taking big dinners and things like that because they do have a restaurant in there as well. Mm, see, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're kind of working on it. They're opening the Eagles Theater soon, so they're hoping to have performances in there as well. Um, and they yeah. have two theaters in there as well, so they can put two movies on at the same time. Cool. Um, so, and I know they'll have a new re-grand opening for the Eagles Theater because it kind of sucked because last year they had the grand opening and then I, I swear it was like two days later we had to close down yeah yeah but I know they'll have a re-grand opening and everything so it'll be it's awesome. exciting to see everything kind of coming back to life yes it? it is it is so <laughs> awesome it's 
I love because I just recently moved into downtown mm -hmm. and I love just driving through downtown at night because all of the lights and the Eagles marquee and things like that. So are a lot yeah. of the places open later in the evening? Because mm -hmm. I know some downtowns it's like five o'clock, everybody's done gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um a lot of the boutiques are open to about seven, I would say. Okay. And then we do have first Friday events. Yes. Yes. Talk so, about that. Yes. Um so first Friday, every first Friday of the month besides January, we don't have one in January just because it's the first of the year, everyone's kind of getting back in motion. You know, New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Don't spend money. <laughs> That's my noise. I'm like, I need to cut back. Um, but yeah, so first Fridays, they are normally open. First Friday standard hours are 5 to 8 p.m. Okay. So normally the boutiques just extend their hours to 8 p.m. Sometimes they're even till 9 because people are still downtown, um, especially during the warmer months right. when we do have a lot of events on Miami Street. Um, so that's like the street right in front of the uh, Welcome Center, and we kind of cut it off, and there's vendors, food trucks, all kinds of things like that. Yeah, yeah so um, First Friday is actually to next week. So that was a week too yeah, early. Yeah, too early. <laughs> but yeah, so I think this is going to be a good one because it's kind of getting warmer. Mm -hmm. um, the colder months, it's a little more slower, but people are still downtown wanting to get out and things like that. So, but yeah, they're open longer, have deals going on, um, and Wabash Marketplace, which they handle all of the downtown organizations. Mm. Um, all the businesses right downtown, they handle rivers to rail, river to rails. So the Wabash River down here up to the railroads, that's all the business they encompass. Cool. Um, so they kind of organize First Friday, get all the vendors here, and they always push out um, guides for the night of. So you know what food trucks are here, what oh, businesses good. are open, and things like that. So That's yeah. good. I bet Christmas time that's kind of fun. Too, oh, yeah. It? We have this event called Downtown Holiday Night to Remember, which is in November. And that night, we have all hands on deck, even in here, mm -hmm. because it is packed. People are coming in here because there is also a scavenger hunt kind of stamping map thing you have to do. Yeah. And it is so busy, and that's when people get a lot of their shopping done. So That would be perfect. And that's a great time to buy local, too. I oh, love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. And I feel like a lot more people are starting to buy local, yes. local especially since the pandemic hit. Yes. I feel like they can tell that local businesses need all the support they can get. Yes. And I love it because especially in Wabash, everyone wants to support local businesses. That's cool. So, yeah. And talking about that, I know when I came in your visitor center, I was blown away because it doesn't look like the typical yes, visitor center. Yes. I said, this looks like a little boutique It's shop. not just a paper welcome center. No, yes. this is awesome. Yeah. Talk about it. I mean, talk oh, about yeah. you've got like local products mm -hmm. here. Yes, for sure. So it's really nice because we're right across from the hotel, Charlie Creek Inn. Mm -hmm. So they always direct their visitors straight here. They'll come right across the street and talk to us, which is the perfect first stop. We have items featuring artisans and merchants throughout the entire county. Um, we cut checks back to them every month. It's just kind of like a consigner process mm -hmm. um, but we want to keep items in here so visitors can kind of look around and then get a little more comfortable to ask us questions too <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but and we get to sit and visit with them while they're looking around which is nice too we love to get to know people coming here yeah. um, speaking of Alice Cooper came in here one time the singer really? for his show at the Honeywell Center <laughs> and I was the only one in here and he didn't have any makeup on or anything because you know he has all that makeup and I didn't know it was him <laughs> And I got up, I welcomed him, and I was like, oh, are you here for the show tonight? They said, he was like, yeah, we're here for the show. Was just playing along. And I was like, well, I welcomed him to Wabash, asked where they were from. Um, and then they were looking around and stuff, and he came back by my desk and was looking at one of the paintings and said, uh, oh, are you working on schoolwork? And I was like, well, I'm working on our county guide, because we always have a county guide that comes out. 
And then he just walked out, and I was like, enjoy the concert tonight. And he was like, thanks. And then later, one of my um, t uh, coworkers here texted me and was like, Alice Cooper's walking downtown. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think he came in here. They were so mad at me that I didn't know it was him. But, yeah, it's so awesome because they come in here, get a look around at some of the items we have, and it's all from local people or local businesses. So I think that's great that yeah. you support everybody. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So. Well, tell us, give me some some ideas of like what kinds of products do you have in here that are local? Yes, absolutely. So we have a few kind of food items as well. Mm -hmm. So we have the fudge from Living Well here in Wabash County. And then we also have honey that is locally made here from Clover Blossom Honey. The maple syrup, like I said before, from Acres Land Trust. Okay. And then we also get apple butter from Dowd's Orchard that's here in the county too. So we have a lot of local food that's awesome that comes through here because they don't have storefronts or anything. Okay. So this is where they can this kind of perfect. push it too. Yeah. yeah, unless you know about it, you only see it here, which kind of draws a lot of traffic to them, too, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and then we do have all of the boutiques down here generally have something in here and in North Manchester, Rowan, um, everywhere, LeGros. They have T-shirts, we have hats, and we have a lot of stuff from the Wabash County Museum, like mugs that say Wabash, little coasters that say Wabash. Um, we have all kinds of stuff. It ranges from everywhere, Ki clothing for kids, things, clothing for adults, things like like that um, and if we don't have your size or anything it's nice because we can just direct them to that shop That's and they can true. just go there yeah and it's nice because a lot of the businesses here for example um, a business was having a uh, empl future employee come and get interviewed for a job mm -hmm. and they're staying in the Charlie Creek Inn so they'll send us uh, we'll send them an invoice they want us to make a welcome basket for them so we'll put a ton of Wabash items I was in there. I thinking it would be perfect for that. Yes yeah. yeah so we'll put a ton of Wabash items in there some mugs and some things like that we'll get some more information from them kind of things they like to do and maybe put some papers in for that mm -hmm. and then we'll go put them in their hotel room so a lot of the businesses kind of use us for that so we get to make That's packages cool. for people coming so that's a yeah. great idea. Yeah, yeah. And we've had a lot of them recently because we've had so many people, strangely from California, moving here. Um, but so many new people coming in, staying at the uh, Chelly Creek Inns, especially. I think it's just because it's such that downtown location, the boutique hotel. Yeah. That's where I'm um, staying tonight. Yeah, and it's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we've had so many visitors. I remember last month we had a couple come in here because they're on their honeymoon. Mm. Yes, yeah, so, and they didn't want to go anywhere too big, especially right. with the pandemic and everything um, so they came to Wabash for their honeymoon which I was cool. like well that is awesome perfect place to come so cool yeah Talk to me about, are there any, besides Charlie Creek, mm -hmm. are there like bed and breakfast here in town? Oh, for sure, yes, yes. We have so many that I could not list them off the top really? of my head, but I'll just tell you the two newest ones we have. Okay. Um, there's a whole list of them in our county guide and on our website, visitwabashcounty.com, okay. um, and we have every single one of them listed there. But the two new ones um, are the Sanctuary here in Wabash. It's also an event venue as well as an Airbnb, hmm. so it can be rented out the top of it or the bottom of it so it's this old church that a local Jen Bailey here um, she also invests a ton back into the community which is awesome she bought this old church completely redid it put so much money into it so much love and passion into it and she also preserved a lot of it like the stained glass windows are in there it is absolutely beautiful you'll have to look it up the sanctuary in Wabash it is she has pictures on there and it is amazing um, and you can rent that out by top level bottom level the whole thing rooms because it's massive 
massive place. Um, but also we have brand new is the Riparian House in LaGrove. So Justin Gillespie, who also puts a ton of his time and effort back into the community, um, he is putting in a bistro right next to it. It's a 950 speakeasy, and it is going to be amazing. I went in there recently. He's not finished yet, but it already looks amazing. Um, so it's right along the river, too, and the trail oh, cool. goes right behind it. Um, but the Riparian House and the speakeasy are right next to each other, so it's kind of nice because you literally can go get food right next door. Hmm. But the Riparian House has even the ceiling of it. He salvaged old wood from the speakeasy that he was taking out and put it in the ceiling. There's just awesome little details and stuff. And he, there was some newspaper article that was like paper mache to the wall or something <laughs> when he took all the uh, previous wall down. So he kept that in there too and stuff. Huh. So it's pretty awesome. The repairing house is beautiful. And it's kind of like a little studio kind of apartment kind of thing looks like. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Then. Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous. I and the trail's right behind it, so it's kind of perfect. And the river. Oh, there. yeah. Yeah. I was down there. That's and right. I'm, I'm a big fan of Brown County here in Indiana. Mm -hmm. I love how it looks, especially in the fall. Mm -hmm. And I went and visited the repairing house in the fall. And I was just looking out the back because there's a little kind of balcony on the back. And I was just looking out the back and I was like, oh my goodness, this looks like Brown County. Mm. It's so beautiful. And oh, I just fell in love with it. I was like, uh, are you selling this for a house or? <laughs> so oh, that's cool. Yeah. Cool to know. Yeah. Tell me about the trolley tours because I read that. Yes. Online. Know, that sounds fun. Absolutely. So we just got this brand new trolley. We've always had a trolley, but she broke down a lot. We relied on her so much. She tried to pull through for us. Um, but we do have a new trolley now that sits about 34 people, I believe. It's also handicap accessible. Perfect. Um, and Jennifer Long Dillon, who is our tourism manager, she hand-designed everything top to bottom from the colors to the trim, everything that she thought we might need um, because she leads all of these trolley tours and she has for mm. years. Um, and so she got to put in all of her time and energy into uh, making this trolley amazing. And it came from out of state, um, from hometown trolley is who made it for us. Um, but it is absolutely beautiful. And we have a whole t trolley tour lineup for 2021. The next trolley tour coming up is the historic buildings tour. Um, and that goes on sale, I believe, in April. Um, but it is awesome. You can go find tickets for the trolley tours online. And those normally go on sale about a month before the trolley tour. And How then long we, do the tours usually last? Yeah, they last about, it kind of varies because some of the trolley tours are in the morning and they're generally on Saturday, Fridays or Saturdays. Okay. Um, and they last about, I would say four-ish hours. Mm -hmm. We just had our one that is a regular yearly one is St. Charlie's Day, mm -hmm. and it's like St. Patrick's Day, so okay. it's around that time. And it's kind of like a pub crawl almost. Okay. So you take them around to all these bars and things like that, and it is a hit. It sold out, I believe, in two days. Wow. And it was three trips of that entire trolley. Hmm. Um, so that sold out so quick. We could have so many more tours and they would just sell out. But Jennifer likes to put all of her time and energy into making the trolley tour amazing. Um, so we have about eight trolley tours for the year. Um, I feel like generally Jennifer adds another one each year. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure it'll just increase as the time goes on. And we have Brooke Elliott, who we just hired as visitor services coordinator, which also assists Jennifer. So I'm sure they're going to make even more trolley tours now that she has help. Well, it so. looks like a pretty good mix. Like oh, you yeah. said, the historical buildings. Mm -hmm. I think there was a, something in... 
for like Halloween. Oh yes, we have Fright Night, which is also another yearly one because people love it. So Fright Night, Jolly Charlie, and St. Charlie's Tour, we always have those every year. But okay. then all the other tours, she kind of throws in different stuff. Like we have an art studio tour this year. We cool. just went to Asherwood actually, and they got to see them tap the syrup and how they make it and the whole entire process, learn about it. Um, so it's educational. Some of them are, some of them are more historical based. Some of them, and it's different every year. And then some of them, you're actually doing something, like making something. And other ones are, I don't know, going to eat somewhere and things cool. like that. So it's a nice awesome. mix then. Something yeah. for everybody. Oh, yeah. Something for everyone. All, normally, it's all ages. Um, so except there are a few, like, I believe Fright Night is norm. This year, I don't believe, but normally it is 21 and up because then you get a different crowd right. um, and things like that. So Now, is the trolley enclosed and mm -hmm. heated and all of that? Yep, enclosed, air conditioning, mm -hmm. heat. And it is amazing. There's music, speakers for Jennifer to talk while um, they're going and uh, going to their places and destinations. Cool. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Talk to me about, did I see something about a bunny bash coming up? A bunny bash, yes. <laughs> um, so the bunny bash, we actually have a little kind of scavenger hunt coming up for first Friday for April okay. um, that is going to be downtown, kind of like a little egg hunt, I believe. Um, so I don't know a lot, too many of the details about it because Brooke's been working with them. But um, So it's going to be kind of a little Easter theme downtown. But then also Honeywell Center does this bunny bash. Um, so, That's a cute name. Yes. It's a huge attraction they do it every year for kids to kind of come out I'm not sure what their plan was this year um, but normally it's at the Honeywell house which is beautiful um, it's where Mr. Honeywell and his wife used to live mm -hmm. and they kind of have it as an event venue now um, there's a lot of weddings and photos that are taken there too okay. um, but yeah, so the bunny bash normally occurs there, and there's always an Easter bunny somewhere. So That's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there a farmer's market in town? Yes. I think you guys would have that, too. Oh, yeah. We yeah. can't have a small town without a farmer's market. <laughs> um, we have an awesome farmer's market that is normally in the parking lot of the Honeywell Center every Saturday. I want to say it's May through August. Um, okay. I don't know the exact dates, um, but normally summertime, you know, whenever it's warm. Um, but it is packed. It is awesome. They have this kind of thing going on of, on their uh, Instagram, and it's Dogs of the Wabash Farmer's Market. Okay. And they'll always, you bring your dog there, and they'll post photos of it. Which, <laughs> that, I'm a dog lover, so I love that. So me and my dog will always go to the Farmer's Market, you know, even if we don't get anything. It's just so fun seeing people and going right. downtown. Um, and then a few times when the Honeywell Center parking lot's being used, they'll close off Miami Street and do it on Miami Street. Um, and then there's also one in North Manchester. Um, which is by one of the kayak canoe launches and it is just the same massive community bring your dogs it's so much fun um so yeah I think I think the farmers markets are cool because it's, it's it. like a social day. Yes, yes, Saturday I love it. Saturday morning social day. Yes, and it's normally in the morning from about eight a.m. to noonish, mm -hmm. um, and it's not just food and stuff. We have a lot of vendors that come here that have like items they want to sell, or there was a flower booth here oh, for nice. a while, which I'm obsessed with. I during the summer I love having flowers on my dining room table, yes. and so that that is like my favorite part of it. So very cool. Yeah. Very cool. What about antiques? Oh, yes. So we have tons of antique shops throughout the county. Um, specifically, you can go on our website, like I said, visit Wabash County or in our guide, and they have um, a whole list of antique shops um, here in town. Um, we have Brimzo, Brimzo's Antiques, um, but my 
everyone, I always tell everyone, if you want antiques, go to Roanne because Roanne is the antique hotspot. It has three large antique shops right in their little downtown strip all across from each other. They are, and they're massive too, Mm -hmm. and you find just treasures in there. Mm -hmm. And they all kind of work together. They're so awesome. Um, And you can even snag a guide there too if you want to make that your destination and then look at all the other antique shops available. Um, But that is the Antique Central. So anytime someone comes in here and they're like, do you have an antique shop? I'm like, we do in Wabash, but you need to hit (laughs) Rowan. It is Antique Central. Now how far is Rowan from here? Yeah, Rowan is about 15 minutes north. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's close. Oh yeah, Wabash county isn't super big or anything um and it's kind of nice because all the little towns are close to each other so mm-hmm. one second you'll be in wabash and then two seconds later you're in <laughs> um but yeah. it's it's awesome because all of wabash county comes together as a community it's not like oh wabash rowan north it's, it's like yeah line. yeah no that's it's good. just all wabash county so that's awesome yeah, yeah. all right well give us location for visitor centers. So oh, yes, absolutely. So the Welcome Center where Visit Wabash County is located is 221 South Miami Street, right in downtown. So it's super easy not to miss. Um, and there is, even on our canopy outside, it says Welcome Center on it. So it's yeah. so hard not to miss, right by Modox. Um, so, yeah, and you can give us a call if you have any questions at all. If you want to have us mail you stuff to plan your trip, we always do that. Okay. If you have questions on places to visit and things like that, um, our number is 260-563-7171. And I know all of our emails are also on the website. You can email us if you prefer that. Um, And then also on our website, you can find basically all the answers to any of your questions. It's visitwalbrushcounty.com. Like I've said before, it has places to stay, things to do, outdoor recreation, campsites, um, shops in all of Wabash County. Anything that you want to do is going to be on that website. But we love even when people call just to ask questions and want to know more about Wabash County or anything that us as an organization are doing for the community because we do a lot of giving back to the community because we are a non-for-profit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, sounds like you guys do a lot. Down oh, here. <laughs> we do a lot. There is never a dull moment. Let's just tell, put it that way. <laughs> yeah, but it's so cool. fun. I love working here. The whole team is awesome. We're all passionate about Wabash County and putting our work efforts back into it. So I can tell you're passionate. Oh, yeah. infectious. I love awesome. it. I love it. I can sit and talk about Wabash all day. Wabash That's County good. is amazing. So. Are yeah. you guys on Facebook, I assume? Yes, Facebook and Instagram. We're on as Visit Wabash County, just that's our handle. Okay. Um, and Whitney, our marketing manager, whatever you see come out of there, I normally do Instagram. She does Facebook. Okay. Um, so we're always pushing stuff out there. She'll have giveaways. She posts our Let's Talk episodes every month. Um, and we also have an email list that she sends an email blast out to, and you can sign up for that on our website. Um, so, yeah, and she gives kind of newsletters every month. Um, she doesn't jam-pack your email at all, mm-hmm. um, but she monthly she sends an email out with things to do, things that might be coming up, events coming up, the Honeywell Center opening up, B&K Root Beer Stand opening up. That's a huge hit here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so when you're here, you'll have to go hit B&K. I forgot to tell you that. It just opened up. Two weeks ago, I think okay. it's like a it's like a summer kind of hot dog stand. I can tell I'm not going to get it all done in a day and a half. Oh no! When you come, you got to make it a whole weekend. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Katie, thanks so much for sitting down yes. with me. This has been great. You've given us all kinds of fun things to get out and see and do. And yes. like you say, this is a whole weekend oh, just yeah. coming to Wabash. Yeah. And thanks so much for coming and interviewing me You're and welcome. asking for us to, we love this exposure and talking to people about Wabash County. So Absolutely. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.
All right, and thanks to all of you for listening to Let's Talk with Michelle Hardman. Make some time. you got to get out to Wabash. Check it out and stop by and say hey to Katie and the staff. And I hope you all have an awesome day, and I will see you next time.